Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, historic snowfall, a major winter storm on the move, heavy snow blanketing parts of the country, some areas bracing for up to five feet. What we're talking about is a, a major, major storm. What we know about the storm's path as a busy holiday travel week gets underway. Then, White House wedding as President Biden's granddaughter prepares to say, I do, a look inside the rare celebration, one of 18 weddings ever held at the White House. It's going to be a wedding infused with a lot of love, a lot of laughter and traditions. What to expect at this weekend's festivities as we look back at some historic ceremonies. And special delivery. Hi, uh, I think my mom is in labor. Okay, what's the address? A 10-year-old girl helps deliver her little sister in what is being called a miracle birth. How the unbelievable emergency call amazed first responders and her mom. Today, Friday, November 18th, 2022. Hello, Cleveland, Ohio! Shout out to Winston-Salem State University. Go Rams! From Pasadena, Maryland. Celebrating my 11th birthday. Today's our third anniversary. From Reading, PA, on a mother-daughter trip. I'm turning 50 today. All right. Now that's a crowd, okay? Everybody's ready to celebrate. We're going to bear down out there. Yes, you bang in the house. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Nice to have you along with us mm-hmm. on a happy Friday morning. It's mm-hmm. good to see everybody. It's going to be a weekend yeah. of cold, bitter cold in some places, and massive snowfall already underway for millions of Americans. Early holiday travelers are going to be dealing with canceled flights and dangerous driving conditions, too. Dylan's going to have the whole forecast coming up. But first, NBC's Jesse Kirsch in the thick of it. He's in Buffalo this morning. Jesse, good morning. Good morning, Savannah. What we're looking at typically would be something we think of as the aftermath of a snowstorm, but this is actually just the lull in the middle of one. We are expecting snow to keep falling here in Buffalo for about 36 more hours and already in the area where the Buffalo Bills should be playing on Sunday. We've seen more than a foot and a half of snow reported. That game against the Browns has been moved to Detroit. This is not the only state getting hit. We have a dusting coming down in Ohio and Pennsylvania and parts of northern Michigan seeing 19 inches of snow. So there is a lot of this around because of lake effect snow off of the Great Lakes in this region. And here in Buffalo, the city still under a state of emergency with a travel ban in effect for non-emergency vehicles. People have been asked to stay home from work today. Just stay cozy and warm inside because out here it is quite cold.
Back to you. Just in the middle of it now, Jesse. Thank you very much. Dylan's got an update on that snowstorm and the cold snap and how it's all going to play out. Hey, Dylan. Well, the cold snap, good morning, Mm -hmm. is actually part of the reason why we're seeing this lake effect snow. You've got cold air, warm water in the Great Lakes, and that strong wind. That's the ingredient you need uh, to keep this lake effect snow going. So we are going to see uh, the chance of, in the Buffalo area, these bands shift. And in these bands, you get snowfall rates of about three to four inches of snow per hour. And they just shift a couple miles in either direction, and that's where the heavier snow will go. So we are going to see, as the winds shift, the chance of that snow to accumulate. But you go 20 miles to the north or south, it's not snowing, but you have to be aware of it, especially if you're out on the roads. That's where uh, you run into those whiteout conditions where visibility is down to about zero and it makes it very, very dangerous. This is the setup as we go through the weekend. Again, those those bands of snow, those streamers will waver up and down north and south. But for the most part, it's going to last until about Sunday with an additional two, three feet of snow possible on top of almost two feet of snow. And some areas, especially north of Buffalo, we could end up seeing about five feet of snow possible, Craig. All right, Dylan, we'll come back to you in just a few moments. Meanwhile, the White House is putting politics on hold this weekend to bring two sides together. President Biden's granddaughter, Naomi, is getting married tomorrow at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. NBC's chief White House correspondent, Weekend Today co-anchor Kristen Welker, has some inside details for us. Kristen, good morning. Hi, Craig. Good morning to you. Naomi Biden, daughter of Hunter Biden, is about to join a very small club of brides who've gotten married here at the White House. Only 18 couples have said, I do here. But this will be the first wedding on the South Lawn. Naomi is incredibly close with her grandfather, who she calls Pop, a wedding fit for a first granddaughter in the ultimate venue. Instead of saying hail to the chief, they're saying here comes the bride at the White House this weekend. 28-year-old Naomi Biden, the first granddaughter of the president and first lady, is about to say I do to her longtime love, 25-year-old Peter Neal. The bride-to-be revealing on social media the venue will be the South Lawn. Michael LaRosa is the former press secretary to first lady Jill Biden. going to be a wedding infused with a lot of love, a lot of laughter, and traditions. White House weddings are rare, only 18 in U.S. history. The last time an immediate member of the first family got married here was more than 50 years ago. When Trisha Nixon Cox, daughter of former President Richard Nixon, said, I do in the Rose Garden. But it was Alice Roosevelt Longworth's wedding in 1906 that's considered the greatest in White House history, attended by more than 1,000 people and dominating headlines for weeks. Decades later, in 1967, another unforgettable affair when Linda Bird Johnson Robb, daughter of LBJ, tied the knot in the East Room wowing her 500 guests in her satin gown, her groom in his military uniform. They say that home weddings are the nicest. And if home happens to be the White House, so much the better. In 2008, today's Jenna Bush Hager, who married her love, Henry Hager, in Texas, celebrated with a White House reception a month later. But you don't have to be related to the first family to get married here. About a decade ago, Pete Souza, the official Obama White House photographer, held his nuptials in the Rose Garden. Anita McBride, the former chief of staff to former first lady Laura Bush, says a White House wedding is always an event to remember. No matter how you may feel about a particular administration, you can't help but be happy for a couple who's starting their lives and to have it happen at the White House, that's a very unique and special part of history. 
Unique indeed. Well, look, the Bidens are celebrating a lot this weekend. President Biden turns 80 on Sunday. As for the wedding, the Bidens are paying for all of the festivities. And perhaps the best part, guys, Naomi and Peter don't have to travel very far because they already live right here at the White House. A big weekend there at 1600. Kristen Walker for us this morning. Kristen, thank you. Well, just two days before the start of the World Cup tournament in Qatar, FIFA announced this morning that beer will be banned at all games. That last-minute reversal comes after intense negotiations between league officials and the host nation, a conservative Muslim country where public consumption of alcohol is banned. Budweiser, a major tournament sponsor, had planned to sell beer in designated areas outside the stadiums before and after each game. Well, now the company will be allowed to serve only its non-alcoholic beer. We're about to have a lot yeah, of football. <laughs> How is that going to go over? Not good. That's no. definitely not, not good. All right, guys, we've got an extra special morning boost today. A 10-year-old girl in Missouri helping to deliver her own baby sister when her mom suddenly went into labor at home. NBC's Carrie Sanders is going to tell us why this was a miracle birth in more ways than one. Uh, I think my mom is in labor. Okay, what's the address? A 911 call. A mom is in labor. The voice behind the call is a 10-year-old girl. The ending is happy. That's 30-year-old Viola Fair holding her newborn, baby Jayla. But when mom went into labor three weeks early, the only one around was her daughter, the young Miss Moore. She said, call 911, and then I call. Nervous, but brave. And as you'll hear, Miss Moore was remarkably calm in crisis. Mama, mama, it's okay, it's okay. Through her mom's labor pains, child became adult. I feel her stomach moving. She provided comfort. Mama, okay. we need to get you down there. Then, with the 911 operator's direction... Little Miss Moore took control. She's coming. She's coming. Lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Let Mama lay down. Let no. Lay down. Lay down. She's here. She's poking out. Is the baby all the way out? Yeah. She's breathing. She, I think she's crying now. She kind of rubbed her back a little bit so she can cry. So she was real helpful. I am very thankful. You'd think after that miracle, mom might name her newborn Miracle. But she can't. Because you see, that name's already taken. Little courageous Miss Moore's full name is Miracle Moore. She followed all of my instructions to a T um, and did an amazing job. First responders amazed, giving Miracle an award. She's really cute. She doesn't cry a lot, and I get to hold her a lot. For today, Kerry Sanders, NBC News. Oh, man. Can you imagine the story Miracle's going to tell her oh, sister when man. she gets older? That, I was the first one to That see is you. so beautiful. beautiful. She's so calm. I wow. can't believe it. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, guys, coming up, the boats are in. <laughs> I want to know this. Did you go with pecan or did you go with pumpkin in this all-out battle over which is the best Thanksgiving dessert? Mm. Carson will reveal the final results. He's counting right votes right now, yeah. actually, but we're going to be right back. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. 
It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Join Hoda Kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. We are back. Hey, Dylan, you got a check of the weather? Yes. Uh, we have very, very cold temperatures. This is going to be the story all through the weekend. Temperatures running about 20 to 30 degrees below average, creating some lake effect snow. It's cold down along the Gulf Coast in the 50s. We'll likely see some uh, frost and freeze advisories as we go through the weekend. 60s in Florida and out west, we're only in the 50s and 60s, too. And that's your latest forecast. All right, Dylan. Thank you. Carson, you got to check us some pop stars. Let's do it, guys. First up, this greatest story. I know you had a boost already, Hoda, but this one is mm-hmm. right up there with it. You're going to want to remember this name, Angela Alvarez, because yesterday she made Latin Grammys history by winning the award. Check this out. Best new artist. Wow. At 95. Yeah. Wow. American grandmother got a standing ovation as she made her way to the stage with the category's other winner, who, by the way, is 25. And in her speech, Angela had some words of wisdom to share, saying, quote, to those who have not fulfilled their dream, I promise you, it is never too late. Angela came to the U.S. in the 60s after the Cuban Revolution. Her late husband encouraged her to write music for fun. And her first album that won the award for Best New Artist is made up of songs oh. that she wrote decades ago. Her grandson, Carlos, was in L.A. Yeah. He's a producer, composer. Says, Grandma, you got to come out. He records her. Wow. The album's incredible. Amazing. Wow. It's beautiful. Amazing. And you think about all the records that she could have, Angela could have put out. Yeah but finally gets her recognition. Right on time. That's new Great artist. Story. Right on time. Great yep. awesome. uh, next up is Christmas at Rockefeller Center. The tree is currently getting ready for her big night and to celebrate 90 years of the annual lighting. NBC is bringing out all the stars and we can announce there's going to be performances by Alicia Keys, Mickey Guyton, wow. Andrea Pacelli with his children, Virginia and Matteo. Oh. Uh, plus we got David Foster and Catherine McPhee. Wow. Our buddies Gwen and Blake will be stopping by. They're going to do their holiday Wow. Hit. You make it feel like Christmas. We've got some extra laughs going to happen that night from our friends Amy Poehler and Maya wow. Rudolph. All of these wonderful festivities that really make you feel like mm-hmm. it's the holiday season right there. Christmas and Rockefeller Center on the 30th of November, of course. Cool. Here on NBC. Mm-hmm. Today.com has more details for you there. All right. And to the Here we go. to today's top pie racket. <laughs> or should I say racket. Oh, yesterday. Racket? Uh, apple oh, no. pie losing. Come on. Yeah. 17 of America's best chefs were here with us helping us decide which of the top two Thanksgiving desserts would be crowned. Supreme slice results are in. Show us pecan. Well, I can't say this. Let's let the queen of Thanksgiving herself, uh, uh. Martha Stewart, please tell us who the winner is, Martha. And the winner is pumpkin. Oh. Yeah. No! Pumpkin for no. the win. 58% Wait, well, of 58 the pie. Percent? Recount. Oh, Terrible. Oh, I, I get pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving. I'm the only one who eats it. Yeah. And I love everybody. Well, good reason. Yes. <laughs> That's right. You win 58% of America. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with you, America? Uh, speaking of delicious treats, by the way, the Grilled Dads are here, folks. Oh, thank God. Recipes for a fun, family-friendly feast for your football watching. Oh, that looks good. Yeah. I love when Mark and Faye are here. Yum, yum. Coming up. 
indoors. The Christmas Spectacular is back for, I can't believe it, it's 89th season this year. Some dazzling new features. And here to tell us more is Valeria Yamin and Megan Levinson. Hi, ladies. Hi, ladies. How are you? Tell us what's new this year. Well, the Rockettes are bringing a reimagined number called Dance of the Frost Fairies, where there's 36 of us on stage wearing a unique costume. That's beautiful. Yes, and we dance along the fairy drones. So this compelling technology and our athletic artistry is... Honestly, amazing. Well, uh, are there butterflies, y'all? Because tonight is the opening night. I know so many people are so excited to see it. Tell us about what that feels like. It is one of the best feelings. It's almost indescribable dancing alongside Valeria, all of my friends, all these amazing ladies. Our first performance is actually today at 11 a.m. So come across the street, get your tickets. You don't want to miss it. It's a limited run. We run until January 2nd. It's it's so fun to come see one of the best parts of New York. And there's always something new. And when you said, are there butterflies? Yeah, there's two and there's 34. <laughs> over at, uh, at Radio City. Thank you Thank so you guys. much. Thank you all for coming you. out today. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, again, the Christmas Spectacular starring the world-famous Radio City Rockettes. It opens tonight, runs through January 2nd. Tickets are on sale right now. And while we're in the holiday spirit, we want to let you know we are looking to spotlight the merriest main streets mm-hmm. all across oh. the country as we count down to Christmas, Oda. Oh, okay. Uh, so if your town shines brightest, the brightest of them all, head to today.com, tell us about it, and we may feature it on our show. Oh, we're going to start fun. that soon. And guys, we didn't get to it in Popstart, but we've got big news about the People's Choice Awards. We can exclusively reveal that this year's uh, Music Icon Award is going to Shania Twain. Yes. Oh, right. Shania is the top-selling female country pop artist of all time. She's wow. being celebrated for her record-breaking career, and during the show, she's going to perform a medley of her greatest hits, and of course, some new stuff that she's got off the album Queen of Me, which is out February 3rd. Oh, exciting. Cool. All right, Dilly Dilly. And for Al, let's get a check of the weather. Well, this doesn't seem fair. It's freezing. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. We have to warm you guys. You guys have to go inside and yeah. get warm. It is really, really chilly out here all across the country. In fact, temperatures are running uh, well below average. Going through the weekend, we're going to see more of that bitter cold temperatures, wind chills down below zero across the northern plains. Lake effect snow continues with totals up to around three to five feet in some areas. It's going to try to warm up through the Plain States as we go into Sunday. So next week, we may take a turn in time for Thanksgiving, where temperatures at least will get closer to average and a little bit more what you'd expect for this time of year. And you know what Sunday night is. It's football night in America. Every game, I'd say, is going to be cold unless you're indoors, except out in California, where we are looking for mild temperatures, 61 degrees. The Kansas City Chiefs taking on the L.A. Chargers. It is going to be a hot night on Sunday night football because Sunday Sunday night is football night in America. Yes. Love that. All right, Dilly Dilly, thank you very much. Still ahead, you cross off more items on your Thanksgiving checklist. We're going to help you do that with some great creative ideas to help you decorate that table. You can work on that this weekend, Hoda. Exactly. I'll be busy. Uh, but first, get ready to meet an ambitious and inspiring med student helping his community by bringing health care in the unlikeliest of places. But first, this is today on NBC. We're back, 838 now, with our special series, Heroes Among Us, sponsored by Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, all year we've been sharing stories of people who inspire us by stepping up to help others in the face of challenge. Yeah, November is also known as Movember, an annual event bringing awareness to men's health. NBC Steve Patterson joins us with a healthcare hero who's doing just that. Steve, good morning. Tell us all about this hero. 
Yeah, hey guys, good morning. I want to introduce you to Jamil Lacey. He is a student in the Charles Drew UCLA medical program. And as he works toward becoming a doctor, he says he's determined to make a difference. That means bringing healthcare directly to his community, meeting them where they are, even if that's a barber shop in downtown Los Angeles. Take a look. It's two o'clock on Friday, and St. Julian's Barbershop in Compton, California, is open for business. You can get a buzz. Hey man, I look like Tracy McGrady again. A shape up, and even a checkup. Your heartbeat went a little faster. Healthcare at the barbershop is all part of a program called Trust Research Access and Prevention, or TRAP Medicine. We're gonna get you vaccinated. The program began with Charles Drew and UCLA medical student Jamil Lacey. He had a big idea and an even bigger goal to make a difference and help save lives. Barbershops really can be leveraged to address some of the disparities that we see in our communities. He began TRAP six years ago, building a network of five barbershops across South Los Angeles that offer free health services. How does TRAP partner with barbershops to provide you know, safe space for people to get health care. So we train barbers. We also bring services into the shop. We do HIV testing. We have conversations around mental health. We also have the capacity to be able to link people to resources in the communities. For Lacey, the issue is deeply personal. I used to be one of those people who had, you know, health insurance and hadn't seen a primary care physician because I was afraid of what I would be told. Oftentimes what we hear in the barbershop is like people are just fearful of what they might find out. Jamil is not alone. A recent Harris poll funded by Johnson & Johnson showed that nearly half of adults in urban areas delayed health care in the last year. And while the leading barrier was COVID-19, 20% of black adults said they tried to receive care but were unable to. 21% said they didn't have adequate transportation to get to appointments, others noting they were too nervous or didn't even know where to start when it came to finding a provider. To help address those problems, Jamil took inspiration from his own childhood barber who offered health education alongside his haircuts. What is it about barbers, you think, that makes people feel so comfortable? Well, your barber's like your cousin, right? So if you trust somebody with your hairline, you can tell them a little bit about what might be going on in your life, you know what I'm saying? And barbers like Steve Ellis in South LA see the impact too. Many customers come in for a haircut and leave with medical care and advice. You've got 10 people here who get tested, then they go back until 10. It just spreads, it just spreads. So we're in Compton, here we are. Lacey is, is counting on accessibility. I joined him to see how the program works firsthand. Any and everybody can just do this. Anybody. It's just like a regular checkup you'd receive at a doctor's office, including blood pressure checks, glucose and cholesterol level screenings. I was even offered take-home COVID-19 tests. Then there's the main draw. Patients who participate in the medical screening get a free haircut. Why do you think people feel more comfortable in a barber shop than they would in a hospital or a clinic? It's just a comfort zone for It's like the man cave, you know? <laughs> Lacey estimates TRAP has helped serve over 10,000 people at barbershops and pop-up medical tents across Los Angeles. He hopes to graduate by 2025 and take his program nationwide, ultimately pursuing a career in community psychiatry to keep helping people everywhere. The vision for healthcare is that it should be accessible to everybody whenever they need it. That is where we should be headed. And I think the only way to do that is organizing and by showing people that it can be done. Good. 
so it was a great day at the barbershop. I learned a lot, including my blood pressure, 120 over 62, which is really good. Hi, Mom. I even learned quite a few gray hairs are coming in. Go figure. Uh, Jamil believes this is just the beginning for his organization, and he's excited to further help his community. That, is a, that is a fresh story. cut, Steve. That's yeah. good. Fresh cut. <laughs> What a great idea. Thanks, 20%, guys. as Steve reported, didn't go to the healthcare appointments because they couldn't get there. Yeah. yeah. So you bring the healthcare appointments to yeah. where they are. It's yeah. a really yeah. smart yeah. idea. And you'd yeah. think could be scaled and brought nationwide yes. like he hopes to do. Steve, thank you. Well, coming up, guys, the grill dads are here. Mm. Oh, we love it. They are cooking up some crispy mm. and cheesy. Yeah. Mm. It's we fried, got, it's cheese, it's all the things. Mm. Uh, Game day favorites. Yes. Various here. Oh, First, though. Touch a line. Yeah. We're learning how to set up your okay. Thanksgiving table like a pro and including a creative hack for flower arranging. But first, this Can is they be your neighbor's flowers? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops, on. TVs, streaming. Game console, consoling. Smart thermostat, set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera, Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go, you are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators, now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. We are back. It is 845. We've got today's Thanksgiving checklist. And this morning, some easy and creative ways to wow your guests from the moment they set eyes on your beautiful table, not just the turkey. Here to show us how to set a beautiful scene is Christina Stemple, founder and CEO of Farm Girl Flowers, a national flower delivery service. Christina, I love when you come here because I aspire to be a floral designer. And you're going to show us how we can make it look professional at home. Yes. And right now, especially doing a centerpiece on a budget is on top of mind for everybody. So yes. three steps today Okay, to be able to kind of fake it till you make it and do something that will not take a lot of time or money. Okay. So first of all, we're going to make a faux garland. A garland. Um, okay. super easy. People get really intimidated by I'm this. I'm intimidated. Yes, don't be. Okay, so we're going to start with chicken wire. All right. You probably have this in your garden shed, not just get it from your local grocery store. Yeah. You're just going to roll it. Take a flat piece like this. Okay. You're going to roll it just like you're rolling like cookie dough or yeah. something like that. We have it right here already okay. rolled, just like this. And just squeeze it to secure it? Just squeeze it, it to secure okay. it, kind of just like this, mm-hmm. right here. It's just like a rolling pin. Yes. Okay, now, then you're going to take some greens, okay. any greens from your backyard. Okay. You can just go for it. Which is good, because that's cheaper, right? Very yes. cheap. Okay. Just your backyard. So we have magnolia here. You're going to cut it into pieces, just like this, just okay. a couple inches like long. These are this. Okay. And then all you're going to do, this is a very elevated technique, you're just going to shove stuff in. Oh, I can <laughs> yes. shove. Okay, so just throw it in there? Yes, just right, just like okay. that. Okay, exactly. wow. And then just put another piece like here. It's very forgiving. It kind of all looks good if you have these big leaves. Exactly. Okay. And you're just going to stagger them left and right, just like this. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of that crisscross thing I'm doing to try to make them stand each other up. Get some in the front, some in the back. 
okay. really easy, just like that. Okay. Look this at this. Is, okay, it's great. so easy. Then, so step one, done. Okay. All right. You could just leave it like this. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, you could put some fruit, pomegranates, persimmons, mm. or even like apples and pears from yeah. the grocery store. Or, okay, step two, yes. elevate it a little bit more. We're going to do another technique called the chop and drop. Okay. Super, super <laughs> easy. The chop and drop. Chop and drop. You Shove it in the chop and drop. I like it. You can just take stemless wine glasses from your cupboard oh. easily. Um, we have a couple wine glasses here. Okay. Okay, and what we're talking about is how to cut. I never flowers, know right? if somebody sends me flowers I want to put in a vase. I, they're always sticking out too yep. high or too short. I don't know where to cut. Yep, this is going to be easy. Just take a handful of flowers okay. like this. All right. Just like that. Okay. Take some here too. And you're going to stagger them in your hands. Okay, so take them all kind of the same height to start, just like this. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, yep, okay. almost yep. there. Yep. Yep. Now you're just going to stagger them slightly. So they're about two inches from the, the shortest ones to the tallest ones. Okay, I'm staggering like by the, the <laughs> by the flowers. Okay, the flower. right, all right, yeah, yeah, okay. So oh, but this one's like connected, this. okay. Like How's this. that? Not so great. Okay, great. stagger, yeah. but yeah. so some are going up, some yep. are going down. Exactly. Okay. Super easy. Yeah. Maybe a little bit less. Okay. Four inches, so maybe like okay. more like two inches. Okay. Just like this. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yep. Then you're going to take your clippers. Yes. And you're going to kind of measure it against the wine glass. Okay. And you want the, the lowest bloom to mm -hmm. kind of rest on the lip of the wine glass. What do you glass. do when you have like this guy? It's connected, yep. but it's way down here. Easy. Just pull it off. Pull it off. Yeah. Okay. Super All easy. Right. Oh, yep. that makes it better. Okay. Yeah. And now just... Give it a chop. Okay. Just like this. We're going to make a little bit of a mess. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know. See, you make it look easy, but I'm kind of dumb. No, you okay. no, not at all. All right, let's see. This is your first try. Your first I know. Totally so this okay. is the thing. So I just sort of go like this, but that's yep. too tall, too right? Tall? But that's okay. You can always make it shorter. Okay. So it's better not to go too short. Yes. And then you can always go shorter, okay. just like this. Yeah. And I know you're supposed to cut the stems diagonal, right? Yeah, if you can. Okay. If you can't because you're worried about your turkey, totally fine. So okay. Look at that. All right, not too like, bad. Not bad at all. You said the pros have different heights. Different heights. Staggering the stems is key. Okay. So we're just going to the magic of television. These are already done. I'll so just yes, throw them in gonna, there. Oh, just like that. That's so pretty. And you're just going to kind of weave these around the garland like this. I love that. Okay, gorgeous. Okay. So and then you've done. got one more yes. beautiful thing for your for your place setting. And yes. I love this idea. What did you do? This is so easy, and it's going to wow your guests. So all we're, we're going to use flowers for our place setting here. You just take some construction paper. Mm -hmm. From, we just went to the drugstore and a uh, Sharpie. So it's a little metallic. Yeah, that's cute. And you can just write on your like son and daughter's name. Oh, right? Dale and yes. Charlie. Yes. Yes. And then we have Michael and you here. And you just put it through yes. the stem. So all you're going to do is do hole punches on top and bottom, just like this. Yep. And then you're going to take a peony. We did okay. a peony. You can do any stem. All right. And this is really fun. You just take a bottle of nail polish. Oh. You take the top off of it. We already did it here because it takes about 20 minutes to dry. Yes. And you dip it in. And it's actually better for the flowers. You might think it's bad for the flowers, oh. but it actually retains the water. And we're doing just to make it pretty? Yes, just okay. to make it pretty. So we're just going to wow. weave this through. Mm -hmm. Will your nail polish like still be this. good for your nails after it that? It will. Okay. As cool. You can see, yeah, you All right, I broke color. mine, but I understand. I wasn't yes. paying attention. Okay. No. And then you just lay it just like we did here. Yeah. Here we have yours right here. It's so cute. Michael over here. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Thank you so much, Christina from Farm Girl Flowers. Thank you so much. That's It's always so much fun. I'm, I'll keep working on my technique. Carson? Man, it's gorgeous, but not as gorgeous as the fried lasagna I am staring at. <laughs> Thanks to Mark and Faye, a.k.a. the Grill Dads, who are here to try and some chicken tenders. What do you got back there? You got it. We got some chipotle dip and some chicken tenders with sour cream. You're going to dip that brand new mustache in the chipotle dip? That's, That's exactly right, Carson. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. The recipe for this, but first, this is today on NBC. See you in a second. Ah! 
Back with today, Food Loves Football. We've got America's favorite grill dads here getting us ready for Sunday night's battle between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Mark Anderson and Ryan Fair, the authors of the best grilling cookbook ever written by two idiots. That's the name of the book. They <laughs> live by and cook by the simple mantra, if they can do it, Lord knows you can. Craig, you're going to be with Mark. Faye, you and I are going to start this off here, so let's get to it. All we right. some chicken tenders. That's right. We're going to do some chicken tenders. These are actually sour cream marinated chicken Come tenders, but right there's yep. your beer. Take your beer. Yep. First thing we're going to do is make our chipotle dip. Really simple. We've got some sour cream in here. Yep. I'm going to put a ton of cilantro in here because I love the stems. Well, that's maybe too much. Put a little bit of that out. We're going to do some chipotles and adobo sauce. We're going to do a little bit of mayo. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we're going to put in some lime juice and honey. There we go. Lime juice. Then what you'd normally do, magic and TV, we would Got blend it. this. There it is. Okay. Now we're going to come over. What we're going to do is put our chicken tenders into some sour cream. You want to put a little onion powder in, some chives. Yes, I do. So what we want to do with this is, by the way, if you want to use turkey, you can do that as well. But we're going to marinate this overnight in sour cream. Ooh, we're going to take like it. That. Yep. That's take it out of the juicy. fridge. Very nice. juicy. Like Very. That. Oh, that's why, because it's been marinated. It's, uh, it's a new look I have. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're on a journey. That's a step. On that. Don't yeah. Please. Thank you. Oh, happy much. belated birthday to Faye and Mark. Your birthday's today, right? Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday. birthday. Yep. All right, so then we're just going to bread these in some panko breadcrumbs after we take them out. All right, going to put these around here. They're gonna so they were mayo overnight and then, overnight and then marinated. With that. Is that panko? That's panko breadcrumbs. Yep. You can use some other stuff, but panko is really easy to use. Then you're going to take your breaded chicken. You're going to yep. put it right in some hot oil. You want to get your chicken to 165 degrees. Okay. Safe to eat. You're good to go. You're going to put this out in a big, beautiful tray. Talk about tailgating. Thanksgiving, yeah, Christmas, game, whatever you want. So easy. Ridiculously that is easy and juicy. What are we beautiful. doing, Mark? All right. All right. Now for the better dish. All right. So oh, ouch. Every time. Lasagna has one major problem. It's not tailgate friendly. It's an ugly eater, especially if you're working <laughs> off eater. of a paper plate, yes. right? Yeah. So what we've decided to do is go ahead and make this handheld for football games. So we have meatballs that we cooked on the grill. Yes. Nice smoky flavor. So we grab the pasta. Okay. We got about 30 seconds. A little sauce. All right, you know what? (laughs) Let me show you. We're going to roll all this up. Yep. More panko. More oil, more panko in the oil. Now we got to, you got to see the, you got to see what's inside. It. How is it, guys? Try it. Did you have it? No, I have. Oh, you got to get one. That's Dunk beautiful. It. Look at that. Okay. You said handheld. There it is. Dunk it. Dunk it. Oh I mean, that's incredible. That's, Did you that's beautiful. It? It's like a fried dog. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. It's insane. Guys, wow, if there lasagna, were a Nobel it. Peace Prize, <laughs> yeah. like a this lasagna would purse. Hand just got lasagna. engaged, too, by the way. I did. Oh, just got engaged. Please welcome the market, ladies. Real dads. Today.com slash food for the recipe. Sunday night football on NBC and Peacock. So good. I might eat this for dinner. Yeah, it's just plain dirt.